Welcome to the Career Confidence Podcast, the podcast for driven lawyers wanting to step out of the traditional path and build fulfilling and purposeful careers. I'm your host, Maria Duca, legal counsel and career coach, helping you navigate your career with intention and confidence. In this podcast, we don't shy away from having real conversations about topics that matter to us driven AF go-getters. From manifesting your dream career, negotiating the salary you deserve, creating your personal brand, knowing when it's time to pivot. We cover these topics and so much more. You ready? Let's dive into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Career Confidence Podcast. So, as a high-achieving, high-performing, and driven woman, my guess is that you have no issues with taking action and working hard. But on the flip side, I'm assuming that perhaps you may struggle with tuning into your natural energy flow and allowing your body to lead you in work and life. Am I right? I know that this is something that I'm mindful of in my own life and something that I continually work on. What if I told you that you can allow your body to lead in work and life using your natural energy and flow in order to build success? Well, today I speak to wellness and mindset coach Marta Bukowska, and she is going to share with us how you can build more success and more fulfillment in your life and work by integrating well-being into your daily practice so that you have the energy to show up fully in your life and work. Marta coaches creative-minded women to overcome their self-imposed limitations that are holding them back from reaching their powerful brilliance, living inspired, purposeful, healthy, and on-fire lives. In this episode, Marta shares mindset tips to help you integrate and prioritize your well-being as part of your daily routine, how you can allow your body to lead in work and life using natural energy flow to build success, why self-trust, self-belief and self-leadership are important in the way you show up in work and life and how to embody these three elements. She also shares how we are limiting ourselves by focusing on whether we did something right or wrong and how we can actually flip this script to feel more empowered when moving into a new space, such as a new job, a promotion, speaking opportunity, etc. We talk about this and so much more. Now, without further ado, meet Marta. Hi, Marta. Welcome to the Career Confidence Podcast. I'm really excited to dive into today's conversation with you. Hi, Maria. So good to be here. Thank you so much for having me. You're absolutely welcome and the pleasure's all mine. Now, would you please tell our listeners who Marta is and what do you do? Marta is, as a multidimensional woman, what I do for my profession, I'm a wellness coach and mindset coach that works with women, supporting them in creating well-rounded lives where they feel like they really in charge, vibrant, and being the best of themselves. I'm also a mom to two boys a teenager and a toddler, and someone who just loves experiencing life to the fullest. 
I love that. I feel like our conversation is going to be really juicy today and you're going to offer lots of inspiration to my audience. Now, as you know, my audience are high-achieving lawyers uh, who have full schedules, quite busy, as, as you can imagine. What mindset tips can you share to help my audience integrate and prioritize their well-being as part of their daily routine? For you women, I would say make it a habit. Make it a habit make it easy for yourself because the moment we start incorporating something as often as possible, we don't have to really use that power, the brain power, the energy to keep coming back and in a way enforcing certain schedules. So making it a habit and doing the best you can. I always talk to my clients about uh, creating that compound effect of whatever you do. Not doing it perfectly, but doing it as often as possible. And that builds up on itself. I know it's high-performing women. We sometimes want to just dive in, be the best, do everything, do it to the fullest. But sometimes just doing a little bit, but doing it more often is actually more beneficial and would have a larger effect on our well-being. So make it a habit. I love that. I love how you also said by making it a habit, you know, you're not forcing it and using that brain power because half the time I feel like we're spending planning what we're going to do and it has to be perfect and we're using all this brain power and energy rather than just doing it and creating the small steps to get there as well. So that's really great advice. Absolutely. The resistance, right? The resistance and the anticipation takes so much energy. And if we can start eliminating that, or at least become conscious that this really takes a lot of energy, then we halfway into it and, and successful. Yeah. And also that it doesn't have to be perfect, as you said, and you perfectly said, you know, as high achieving women, we want everything to be perfect. We want to do it right straight away. We want to do everything, but just start with those small steps and it doesn't have to be perfect. Just allow yourself to take action without judgment. That's right. Now, how can we allow our body to lead in work and life using natural energy flow to build success? I feel like this is a question that a lot of people would love the answer to. <laughs> it's to know our body and energy and start observing, really. We disconnect completely from our body. We move ourselves into action. We shut down the body. We're just doing, doing, doing. And that leads to a burnout very often because we're not reading any clues from our body. So, so the first step is really to start connecting and listening and understanding what our natural energy flows are and using that natural energy for those high-performing tasks as much as you can and not working against it, right? Not wasting that energy. So connecting to the body, using natural energy flow for the tasks that require our energy. And with time, when you start honoring your body in that way, you will notice that your energy will expand naturally, right? Because you are not fighting against it so much. You are not on a deficit. You actually more in flow. So you train, you train your energy to come and to expand and to expand. And you could become a 
much more efficient in anything when you're working with your energy and with your body. So just observe, start connecting to your body, see what drains you, see what nourishes you and work with these natural forces. Feeling overwhelmed, exhausted and stuck in a career that feels misaligned. You know that there's something missing, but you just don't know what those next steps will look like. Well, it's time to intentionally design your next career move with The Unbound Lawyer. Get crystal clear on the career you desire, own your unique skills, embrace your leadership mindset, and confidently move towards your dream role in 12 weeks. So you can create a fulfilling career that aligns with your lifestyle, stand out as you trailblaze your own path, attracting opportunities beyond what you thought possible. I'm doing a final intake of clients in my program, The Unbound Lawyer, by 18th of June before I go on mat leave in September. So if you want to join The Unbound Lawyer program, which is a private one-on-one three-month coaching program, now is the time. So run, don't walk, put this into your browser now, www.mariaduka.com forward slash unbound dash lawyer. That's www.marijaduka.com forward slash unbound dash lawyer and book in your discovery call today and we'll chat more about how we can turn your career goals into reality. Now let's go back to today's episode. I love that. Something that I try to keep working on because I'm definitely not perfect at that. And there's, and it's so true with not fighting against your natural energy. I know so many times where I'm just exhausted. I'm like, oh, I just got to do this one thing and I just got to keep pushing forward. But I also realized by doing that, like I just, I can't be as creative and I can't do the task because I'm not meant to be doing it. I'm meant to be just resting and taking that step back. But instead, I just like ignore it, but then I get nothing done anyway. So you're so right in that when you're fighting against it, it's not actually beneficial at all. And you're not actually getting anything done in the right way either. (laughs) Absolutely. And then if we end up in a burnout, how good is that? We really need to dig ourselves out of it, right? And it's going to take twice as much energy. So flowing instead of forcing, it's really a long-term solution, right? Long-term solution. And and of course, all of your clients uh, have a big vision, have a vision that uh, they will be performing for a long time, right? This is not a sprint. This is a marathon and you got to pace yourself for that, right? You can't blow all your energy in the first uh, part of it and then what? Exactly right. Then you're not doing anything that's of benefit to you or for anyone else. And you take longer to dig yourself out of that burnout, which unfortunately is so common in our society and particularly with my audience being high-performing lawyers. It is very, very common that they are finding that struggle of creating that space and balance and flow for themselves. But I think, yeah, paying attention to your natural energy and flow is a great way to start. And continuing to do that 
And that way becomes easier eventually. <laughs> right. I feel the more you start honoring it, the more your body responds to you, right? Because all of a sudden you start working as a unit, right? I mean, your body is you, uh, but somehow we disconnect at some point and high performing field is such a masculine field. And there's a lot of disconnection with the body, but we women, it's not easy for us to disconnect from my body and it's much more easier to end up just feeling really depleted. Yeah. So true. Experienced that so many times and 100% agree with everything you just said. And I feel like this flows really well with the next question that I have for you. And that is why is self-trust, self-belief and self-leadership so important in the way you show up in life and work? And the second part of this question is how do you body these three elements? in your life? I love this question. Self-trust, self-leadership. Well, we are our own source, right? We are our own source of creativity. And if we don't embody this, if we don't trust ourselves, if we don't lead ourselves from within our own strength, our own energy, our own belief, in ourselves, then we find often ourselves just trying to fit in, trying to follow certain paradigms. And that's very unsustainable way of working. And it does not feel good, right? Fitting in to something that you don't quite believe in or you don't feel comfortable in will eliminate your creativity. I always feel... Like whenever we walk in, because I hear this from my clients as well, that they walk into a room and they want to calibrate and fit in the room. And I always tell my clients, why don't you allow the room to calibrate to you, right? If you are a leader, if you are a change maker, don't try to fit in and be like everyone else. Because you're cutting off your ability to create the change, right? And I believe so many women walk into a room full of men or walk into a room full of high-performing people and they like, how can I be like them? How can I fit in? How can I calibrate to this power? No, allow them. You walk in you are with your own power, with your own trust, with your own leadership style and allow them to calibrate to you because this is the only way you are going to create a change as a leader when your energy is just so magnetic, so beautiful that people start leading you. That is so juicy. I love that so much. It's so good. I'm going to take that on board myself. And yeah, you're so right. There's that natural tendency to want to calibrate your energy to the room and which makes you feel smaller and dims your own light. But oh, I love that, just flipping that on its head and the room calibrating to you. Yes, that's beautiful. So common with women, so common that <laughs> we just feel like I want to be like them. But then where is the leadership? If we want to be like them, then we allow them to lead us. And if we have that desire to be a leader in that field, it's got to work the other way. So true. It comes with that comparisonitis. So like we're naturally just comparing and thinking that someone else is better or has it better than us and wanting to be like that. It's like, look in the mirror, look at yourself. You've got so much to offer. Absolutely. You're the change maker, right? You are going to 
create new standards, new paradigms, you creating your own leadership style for that to happen. You can't always try to fit in. And how are we limiting ourselves if we do focus on whether we did something right or wrong? I know that a lot of high-performing women are very much wanting to do things right, (laughs) out doing air quotes, and really make themselves feel guilty if they do something wrong, so to speak. How can we flip this script to feel more empowered when moving into a new space? So for example, a new job, a promotion, speaking opportunity, and this goes hand in hand in what you're just speaking about around that calibration of the room calibrating to you rather the other way around. So how are we? Yeah, initially that was the first part of the question, limiting ourselves if we constantly focus on right and wrong and how do we flip that script? Focusing on the right and wrong. And when I work with my wellness clients, actually this comes up a lot because that is a very small context you're creating for yourself, right? Whenever you operate in this field, I'm going to fail or I'm going to succeed. This is such a small room to move, right? And when you start looking at a bigger context of your career, bigger context of your life, bigger context of your vision, all of a sudden this expands, right? There is no difference between right and wrong, failure or success becomes more Brought because the context is so big. Even when you don't do something the way you desire to do this or the way you were hoping for the outcome to come out, you understand that this was just another step in your vision, in your context. But it has to be big. If we're just working, I'm going to either succeed or I am going to not succeed. The room just becomes so small. We're sticking, we're sticking ourselves in a tiny little box of it's either black or white. Yeah. And of course, the failure is not really a failure, right? We all know that conceptually. You literally, it's there for you to extract the lesson, right? That is uh, something that I think we all need to embody a little bit more and look at the failure in a sense. Okay. What did I learn from that? Right. What's the lesson for me to extract and how can I lead myself to this as a leader, as someone who's a change maker in my field? Because the truth is, Maria, that our leadership is not built on successes, right? Our leadership really is built in those sticky moments, in those difficult moments, our character, our integrity, our skill set, right? That does not happen when everything is going great and we're succeeding and we're winning. It really happens in those rough moments. And this is really the beauty of this. If we can just understand, I am becoming a better leader in the moment of struggle. And then that shifts your perspective. And in the moment of struggle, you're not so worried about your failure, you focus more on, okay, so this is what's happening. How can I lead myself through this right? as a leader? And all of a sudden the context changes because you understand you're becoming a better leader. That's spot on and it's so powerful as well. And we can tell who a good leader is when they are going through or we as a collective are going through a difficult time and you look to a leader and the way they respond to that situation is really telling of how they are 
as a leader. And you're absolutely right. A leader is made during those sticky moments in life, the difficult moments. And if you don't reflect on the failures of what, and failures is a loose term, of course, if you don't actually reflect on what did I learn from this or what did this teach me, then it's a missed opportunity for that growth. And you'll keep probably repeating that same mistake or failure until you get that lesson out of it and it expands the way you look at a situation as well, rather than being so black and white. Absolutely, right? Absolutely. The universe will push you through the same <laughs> through the same challenge over and over until you extract your lesson finally. So let's not wish for this to be easy. Let's just wish for this to be very rich experience where we build our toolbox of leadership. And it's like, you can make it fun, you know, navigating through those, you know, obviously it's in the moment you don't feel like it's fun when you're navigating something challenging, but we can make it a more positive experience if you are looking at it as a, a lesson or a growth opportunity rather than, oh, I'm a failure, I'm not good enough, I'm just going to quit. If you look at it that way, then it's just so dim. <laughs> but if you look at that bigger, greater context, then you just expand your horizon and opportunity to be a better leader. Absolutely. There is duality in leadership, right? Just like with, if we want the beautiful leadership, if we want the victories, if we want the respect, we also need to take a look at the flip side of that because all that comes with the flip side, right? And, and I think sometimes we just want the good side but yes <laughs> when crap happens we're like oh no that's i did not really ask for this i just want the good part of the leadership but, um, there is no good part of the leadership without the flip side so exactly right and, and what i just thought of when you were saying that too is you know how can we lead others if we don't first lead ourselves through a sticky situation and take the lessons out of something how can you possibly be a good leader if you don't face the difficulties? You, you can't. You, you won't know what to impart to other people if you don't really take on board the lessons. So true. And before we wrap up, I would really love to get what your perspective is on career confidence. What does it mean to you? And what's one practical tip you can offer the audience to build their confidence in their career? I always feel that confidence is built in action. You got to get yourself out there and dip your toes in what scares you. You can't actually build the confidence without stepping into the arena, right? Into the battle. It's a muscle, I believe. It's a practice. It's a continuous practice of noticing, witnessing yourself of trusting, building that trust within yourself. And again, the trust will be only built if we show up, show up for ourselves, right? Every time we dodge, every time we choose not to do something because we feel I'm not ready yet, I don't have enough confidence, that the disconnection happens there. So it's really something that's built in the arena and through taking that imperfect action through just creating the, the momentum and just like we started our conversation, compounding, 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 and getting out there and 
not worrying about failure, not worrying about being the best, just showing up. What a powerful way to end our conversation. But before you do go, Marta, where can my audience find you to connect with you and get to know you and your work more? I'm the most active on my Instagram account at Mind, Body and Purpose. And your audience could also find me at the website with the same name, Mind, Body and Purpose. Dot com, and I would love to connect with the audience. Thank you so much for asking, Maria. Amazing. I'm sure they will jump straight on there and will connect with you. You have so much to offer. And today's conversation was so beautiful, so powerful. I absolutely loved it. It was actually the perfect combination between masculine and feminine energy. I really felt that. So thank you for being here with me today. Thank you, Maria. Such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thanks for tuning into the Career Confidence Podcast. Like what you learned today? Why not share this episode with your work bestie and leave us a five-star review on wherever you listen to your podcast on. We'd absolutely love to get into more ears and help more women just like you build fulfilling and thriving careers. Until next time.